Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Heart Recovery Land podcast. My name is Anne, also known as Ning, and you can find my website at www.shreddedgrace.com, also known as anninglearninghow.com. This is basically the audio version of my blog, Learning How, uh, which I have not been active on in a bazillion years because my symptoms got aggravated. Um, background info, I had an AVM rupture and a massive stroke in April 2011. I'm dealing with the fallout, and this podcast is going to be about a million things, but basically how I live every day. If you come along, I promise it's going to be entertaining. But fair warning, I'm a Christian, and I uh, was planning to become a missionary, and Four days before I was going to ask permission to be sent to Africa, I had just been invited to a country called Burundi and visited there. Um, something in- exploded inside my brain. So I was, when I realized that this was, had really happened, because, you know, I was asleep for over a month, I was deeply unhappy. But that's another story. So anyway, it's impossible for me not to talk about God when I, you know, talk in general, because that is such a huge... Well, it's basically the reason, you know, for everything. So, yeah, fair warning. If you do choose to come along with me, please do. I can guarantee that you're going to find a huge variety of topics uh, and that no matter what, I will be wildly entertaining because that's how I roll. The main reason I'm doing this is because my two friends, I had brunch with them today, Kim and Joycey, suggested that I start doing a podcast because I'm going away for a couple months to visit Boo Boo, my sister, and her family. And this is probably going to be the easiest way to keep up with me, Um, especially because I only send email updates like once or twice a year, and I have a lot of health things going on right now that... I don't communicate a lot about, except like maybe on Instagram, which you can't really communicate a lot on that via that avenue anyway. Um, although I love Instagram, you should look me up on my heart recovery land. Um, but I could really, I would really appreciate your prayers. Anyway, so like here's an example. I'm going to go see the surgeon on Monday and tell him that I don't want him to cut anything up because uh, I have a couple of tears in my hip, my left hip. And apparently, like, this can be very common. Like, if you scan, like, everybody my age, like, a ton of us will have liberal tears, but the majority of the population aren't going to know or care because they can attack it. But my gait is messed up, and, um, yeah, and I just I can't hack it like other people. So five years of abnormal gait and joint usage have caught up with me. And for the record, I just want everybody to know that I was cleared for exercise in 2012 by, by Northo. He said I could work out as much as I wanted because I got the full workup, you know, I got imaged by everybody, like not just him, but like my neurologist and everybody. And they're all like, structurally, it looks great. So, but he's like, you know, go ahead and exercise. It'll be good for you. So I took him at his word and found some great people to help me. And, you know, five years later, I'm finally paying the price. But let me just say that it was worth it because independence is basically very closely tied to mobility for me. And, uh, you know, uh, walking again is not an honor granted to everybody. So back to the friend thing for a minute. Like one of the major things about 
um, recovery is having friends, and I'm very grateful for the friends like Kim and Joyce who stood by me. They actually came out to Rio, my third hospital in Oregon, um, to visit me. And um, they, like, I've known them since I was, you know, I was a kid, and I am very thankful for them and how they've supported me in my recovery. The same thing goes for all my other friends who I knew before I got sick and who have really stuck by me and take good care of me now that I'm disabled and stuff. It was, you know, a real mercy that I am cognitively intact and, you know, I realize that, you know what, I still retain the same personality. It's probably magnified now that my social filter is compromised and I can still make a my friends laugh. So, I mean, like, that was a wonderful discovery, and I consider it my job. Um, the on, the other, on the flip side, it's like, on the other half of the injury, it is, it, well, it was phenomenal for me to understand that not only could I retain my old friends from before I got sick, I had the ability to make new friends in this world that was so crazy and so weird and so um, scary, frankly, when I woke up. And I'm talking about really, um, well, I'll talk about a lot of them in future podcasts, but um, I have a personal trainer, Trainer David, on my blog, and an athletic trainer or strength coach, you can call him, uh, Coach Randy, that's his code name on my blog, and Smurfette her real name is Jessica, is my dietitian, and she is also David's wife. Um, yeah, that's right. My personal trainer is married to my dietitian, who used to be in the circus, and when I met her, was a natural figure competitor, but now she's a CrossFit athlete. Yeah, that story just went from bad to worse, but it's okay, because I love Smurfette. P.S. She is so much nicer than David. Anyway, um, so like, God gave me friends who are extremely different than I am. I mean, like I told you at the beginning, I was going to be a missionary and stuff. Like David and Randy, they're not the missionary type, okay? <laughs> okay, and then, so look me up on Amazon, by the way. You can see my my books. My two latest are about them. P.S., my favorite chapter in David's book is chapter 8. It's about Smurfette. Um and all of the online proceeds, well, all my books are all nonprofit. But like when you buy that book, all like the profits are going directly to go help uh, my friend Matt will learn how to walk. Go to shreddedgrace.com and um, we're, 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 we're crowdfunding this basically. Your donations translate directly into private pool therapy for him. I learned how to walk. Um, at the end of the same year that I got sick. Okay, I learned how to walk when I was 31. This kid, he got sick when he was 16. Like, he came home, he was a phenomenal skateboarder. He came home, he took a nap, he didn't wake up. He was found that night by his mom. And he's been in a power chair for almost five years now. And, you know, I knew that there was help out there, very high, highly skilled help. Um, because in my own experience, you know, I found David and Randy with a minimal of looking because basically I asked God and he limited David who led me to Randy and I didn't ask God for Randy at all. 
he was just like, you know, thrown in as a bonus. But um, anyway, these two guys are insane in terms of skill level, but they also have a um, compassionate commitment to helping me recover. And that's what I wanted for Matt. So we found, well, basically I asked God and then I asked Google to um, help me find a pull therapist for him. And we found one. Her name is Diane. She is a complete ninja. And his rate of progress in that pool, like, I could not have foreseen this. But I want to emphasize that I'm helping Matt, not not based on some kind of um, uh, future good. I've basically been pestering him via email to let me help him and let me do stuff for him. Um, but really, like, well, it's been like six months to a year. But really, like, I've really emphasize to him that in this post-AVM state as a survivor, he's valuable. He's an interesting person. He made me laugh. And I would want to be his friend even if nothing changed about his situation. Because you do not find um, people with attitudes like that all the time. You know, like this is a very rare and I think a very rare and valuable gift. So, um, you know, that said, even if he never walked again, I would still want to be his friend. Like, I think he's going to walk again. I mean, you can't look look at the videos of him and look at the pictures. Like, he's going to remember. And he's already started moving. I mean, like, he was taking steps in the pool a couple of weeks ago. And his left leg was, like, fully paralyzed a few years ago. I'm not even kidding you. But it's not the same as, like, paralysis or like a permanent condition it this is like this is about lack of access to care and when I found Diane I was like she has a skill level and when she understood what was going on she watched my video and Matt's video and basically she texted me and she just said I have to get to work and I said to myself now that is the exact level of commitment that you want as a survivor because after the insurance runs out and you're kind of looking around like, you know, all right, like I still need to get better, but, uh, you know, what is commonly provided or the level of care that is commonly provided and, and paid for by our healthcare system is inadequate for me. So I did this and I started going around looking for um, you know, how to build the infrastructure for my self-funded recovery. And I started with David and Randy, and it has been a smashing success. And so I was like, you know what? It, Matt was 16 when he bled, and he's 21 now. He just turned 21. And I would, you know, love to help this kid or young man now who became my friend and made me laugh even though we are so terribly different and even though he puts up with me and like having to google everything he says and talking about god and stuff um i would love to help him uh find his way and get access to the care that he needs to get better uh, because i would really love it if he were able to face the rest of his life on his feet so please go to shortagrace.com, click on the link to um, see how you can help. Every donation goes directly into his um, medical expense account to fund the pool, the pool therapy, and it is administered by 
his friend's dad named Mark. You can see a picture of Mark, well, you can see Mark talking on the Care Video link, which is also on the shreddedgrace.com page. Um, the presence of that family, Mark and Christian family, like in Matt's life is wonderful because it is phenomenal to, phenomenal to me to know how my family has supported me. But when people who are not related to you by blood uh, step up to the plate to assist you in what you need, I I can't even talk about that. That is that that's a level of commitment to a person that is what we all hope for, disabled or not disabled or whatever. So please help me help Matt and come back to hear the next podcast. I don't know when that's going to be. It might be tomorrow. We'll see how long I can sustain this. <laughs> and P.S. If you're wondering how I do this, it's how I do everything, even though I'm disabled and have vision and voice things. Like I Googled it and I'm recording this by talking to my phone on an app called Opinion. And I'm probably going to post it through um, Podbean. So I don't really know how this is going to work out, but it's a good thing that I'm talking to my phone because I have major phone phobia because I've had hearing loss and because of the voice things, which are mild enough to go undetected, but um, noticeable enough to me to make, like, you know, administrative phone calls, making uh, an appointment or whatever, really, really painful. So I'm hoping that I'll stop freaking myself out by, you know, practicing talking to my phone. So anyway, thank you for listening. In future, the podcasts are probably going to be a lot shorter, but this is the intro, and I hope you have a great day.